Yes, yes, yes. Young men from Trenlin bringing us Ignite and opening up another episode of The Stoop. Thank you. You're delayed tonight. You got me a little worried there. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our Wednesday night hump day edition of The Stoop Radio Show. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini. With me as always... Looking lovely tonight. Got the hair down and looking kind of snazzy. Got our Halloween gear on. The wonderful, the amazing, the beautiful, and all that good stuff. The co-hostess with the mostest, Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing great. Um, We did not have a show on Monday. We had a cancellation from Kate Linder, and uh, we greatly apologize. And Kate had asked to uh, come on in the near future. Apparently, she does work with dancing with the stars, which of course is a pretty massive show. Uh, the ratings are a little better than ours, Jewel, not by much. So I can understand not why Kate much. wanted to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can understand why Kate wanted to hold on to that obligation. We will get her on soon. We also do not have a show this Monday. Uh, out of respect for a couple of things. Number one, we try to get Lita Ford back. Realize she has a lot of projects. We're going to send her down the line into uh, later November. Number two, as Jewel will attest, our boys in green, the first place. Philadelphia Eagles are in action Monday night, so uh, we, we're going to so we're going to sit back and watch the Eagles Monday night. Come back again next Wednesday. We'll talk about guests and all that. Uh, first of all, let's thank last Wednesday's guest, Philadelphia local musician, wonderful music, the terrific young lady known as Overwinter. Jewel, what'd you think? I love her. She's she's amazing, and she's so good on the radio. I know she was a little nervous, but. I was a little nervous, too, because I'm such a fan, but she did amazing, and we got to hear two of her new songs, um, and the EPT is going to be out October 27th, guys. It's called Condor, so make sure you check it out. And I just have to say, I'm really, really, really trying to make her show this Saturday, and but it's, it's kind of far, but it's worth it. She is worth it. It's in Flemington, New Jersey, Flemington DIY, this Saturday, the 21st at 7 p.m. So, guys, if you can make it, you will not be disappointed. She's freaking phenomenal. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I was skeptical because I'm a little closed-minded when it comes to music. I don't know if Jewel knows that or not. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little closed-minded. <laughs> and when she brought her to me, I said, well, let's hear what we got. And I loved it. And she was great on the show. Uh, very smart woman. Uh, very talented Great music, Overwinter. So she was on this past Wednesday. We thank her for coming on. And, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, check her out. Speaking of new music, speaking of fantastic artists, and speaking of anything huge tonight, uh, Mrs. Stoop. She's got to be Mrs. Stoop. She's our favorite. She is beautiful. (laughs) She is beautiful. She is intelligent, lovely, and an incredible singer, Lilith from Lilith in the Night. And she's coming on. With Jewel, we're doing something here that you probably have never done in your lifetime. I did it before. I'm very excited. World premiere of the brand wow. new song Rankings. Oh, yeah. It's never been heard anywhere. Anywhere. No That's radio freaking station. awesome. It's incredible, isn't it? I love that me and John had did it before, and I love it. Brand spanking new music. She comes to us and says, hey, Stu, I got new stuff. Debut it. And we're going to debut it. Soon, it's a brand new song called Rain Dance. It's Lilith in the Night from uh, England, and they are fantastic. She's amazing. I mean, when you're going to fall in love with her, Jewel, when you first get to talk to her, she is definitely worth it. So, tune in, stay in, and join us here on the stoop. 
Ready? I'm so ready. I, that's so <laughs> that's so cool that uh, I get to be a part of it. And um, actually, <laughs> we were talking about your favorite guy, but Bruce Springsteen, and it was a tribute more so to Ed Shockey on 93.3 because he was the first DJ to really push Bruce and, and put him out there. And he never forgot him. And, uh, you know, RIP to Ed Shockey. But uh, I, I just think it's so cool. And it happened, you know, this past weekend, and, and I'm getting to sit here on the stoop and do it tonight. So, yeah, I'm super excited. I've been listening to her albums nonstop, and, yeah, I've been rocking out. It's awesome. She is great. And her last album we do debuted here as well. So we get a new single tonight. And, of course, Jewel was talking about Ed Shockey, 93.3 WMMR here in Philly. You know that me and Philly uh, – me and Philly. Wow. Yeah, me and Jewel. <laughs> Me and Philly, me and Joe are Philly junkies. We love our Philly stuff, our Philly music, our radio stations, our teams, everything, you name it. And uh, I know the show was a little more New York flavored back then, but now it's a Philly flavor. And John said, congratulations on making it a Philly show. You know, we're we're a, we're a nationwide show, but we bring it home for a Philly fix. And we love you. Bring it home. <laughs> bring it on home. And tonight, in honor of the amazing Lilith and her heavy metal band, Lilith and the Night, top. Five favorite metal or hard rock bands of all time. Now, we know this is a little more my MO than Jules. Jules, of course, tackles any project. One thing I have learned in my brief stint working with Jules is you give her something and she tackles it, takes it head on, doesn't shy away from it. So even though there's no Lana Del Rey tonight on her list, she is going to tackle. <laughs> hey, if there is, that's how you did it. Absolutely, <laughs> be Lana on this list. <laughs> All right. So uh, I will start being a little more of my uh, expertise here. I will stop. Start. Stop. Top five metal bands. Yeah. Stop. It's your British accent kicking in. It's oh, a little stop. Oh, stop. Oh, my British accent <laughs> sucks. And I'll scare away Miss Lilith before she even gets on the air. <laughs> so no British talk from me tonight. Uh, but anyway, at number five on my top five list, a tie. A tie. Mm. Two bands couldn't choose between these guys. Ran them up and down the flagpole. They tie for fifth. Iron Maiden and Anthrax. That's right. Iron Maiden is one of the classics of all time. Bruce Dickinson, just a voice made for metal and made for that kind of music. And Anthrax is just a great bunch of guys. I've always liked Anthrax music, even when I wasn't a big metalhead when I was younger. Always somehow came back to Anthrax. Two bands that really thrash. Great stuff. Uh, that's a tie for number five. Number four, in honor of my man, John Ragus, one of his all-time favorites. One of my all-time favorites, Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. That's right. A very unique voice. Mustaine, a very intelligent individual. That band, they just, they do it, man. They got the riffs. They're just a total, typical metal band. Look at a metal band in the dictionary. There's a picture of Megadeth. They just bring it. Number three, to me, a band that kind of introduced heavy metal to the entire world. I think before when I did a similar list, they were number one. Moved them to number three, and it is Black Sabbath. Uh, they are the inventors, for my taste, the inventors of the heavy metal sound and the hard rock sound. True Sabbath fan, always Ozzy and Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler and Bill Ward. Wow, man, Black Sabbath, awesome band. Number two, of course, is Metallica. Forget the sellouts, forget the haircuts and all that shit. You go to early days of Metallica, and that's about as good as it gets. Fast, sharp, great lyrics. Hetfield had the voice that they, as a band, are just perfect for metal. Uh, you know, 80s Metallica was, was where it was. If you want to be a metal fan, you were a Metallica fan. 
period. So for me, number two. Number one, a band for me that speaks the volume of heavy metal and hard music and the working class guy and dude's just grunging it out is Pantera. I mean, holy shit, Pantera, incredible. See him in, if you've seen him back in the day in concert, of course you can't now because, you know, the late Dimebag Daryl, but to see them in concert and watch the crowd get into them and just listen to Phil Anselmo's voice and the, the way they moshed it and shit on stage, they were the quintessential band for this style of music and still to this day, long after they have broken up and split up, people are still praising Pantera as the kings of heavy metal. That is my uh, top five plus, Jewel, and I am extremely curious to hear your list without <laughs> Bruce Springsteen and Lana Del Rey. So let's have your top five. I know. Well, it was, no, it was really nice to hear yours because I was curious about what your one was and everything. So I'm glad you had this category and I was curious to, to hear. So, all right. Uh, number five. I'm going to surprise you with some, I think. It's uh, Rage Against the Machine. Right. I love these guys. They rock. Um, you know, just growing up and listening to Rage and shit. Uh, but killing them the name up. I was actually looking this up, and you know there's only eight lines of lyrics to that song? Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah. And another fun fact, the F.U. version that was yeah. <laughs> that had like 17 iterations of the word F was yeah. accidentally played on BBC Radio. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. So that's number five. Uh, number Industrial metal, or so it's called. Nine Inch Nails. Yes. I had older, older brothers, older sisters. I was youngest of five. And uh, growing up, I heard everything. And Nine Inch Nails is definitely, you know, a part of my music uh, background. So, um, yeah, Closer. I remember the video for Closer. It used to, like, freak me out, like, pig's head and stuff. <laughs> And it was just dark, but it was a it was just the the right kind of dark for my listening pleasure, I should say. And I love Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor and all that stuff. So, number number four, number three, System of a Down. I love System of a Down. They're crazy, awesome. and they have great singles. I mean, everyone knows them. Uh, yeah, you can go to any party and people will just be jamming out. It's like. I don't know. It's it's popular, but it's it's cool at the same time. It's very different. So yeah, number three and number two. Grown up, '90s kid, corn. Freak on a leash came out when I was in like third third grade, but I remember it used to scare me. Like even the video used to like freak me out. And you know, as you as you grow up, you realize like, hey, these guys have talent. They put out great song after great song after great song. So love corn. Love to see them live. And number one, this metal, metal, metal-ish, I would say, grunge metal, almost, but Alice in Chains. Love Alice in Chains. I okay. love Dark Flies, Brewster. No, it's not like typical metal, but hey, I'm a 90s kid. I have to say where it's at. I just want to say their sixth studio album is coming in early 2018, so be on the lookout. That's great news uh, for me, certainly, because I've always been a massive Alice in Chains fan. I can't wait for new music, uh, even out without Lane Staley, of course. Rest in peace. Wow. Your list looks like a Jeff list. <laughs> it really does, and it's awesome. Kind of. And it's a, <laughs> and it's, it is a hard rock 
list. Yeah, I said yeah. metal hard rock, and you definitely smoked it like perfectly with the hard rock list. I'm impressed. It's great. It's a little more modern, but you know, modern it is great, and that's the way we do it. And it's you know, eleven fantastic hard rock slash metal bands. Let's go back down the list. Me, Tie at Five, Iron Maiden, and Anthrax. Number four was Megadeth. Number three, the grandfathers of metal, Black Sabbath. Number two is Metallica. And number one, the punchy right in the face sound of Pantera. Number five, Jewel. A dandy here, because I would say hard rock. Rage Against the Machine, fantastic. The industrial metal or hard sounds of Nine Inch Nails and Mr. Trent Reznor, a true talent. System of the Down is one of my favorites, and that's an amazing call at number three. Corn at number two, Allison Chains at number one. Um, yeah, I want to give props to some bands. There's a lot of bands. The list could go on and on and on for me. A band like Slipknot is also very uh, modern and innovative and creative too. But there's so many bands. I think we did a good job. I think we did it a lot of justice. What do you think? Yeah, and I I really have to hop on like the female train because um, I have only heard a little bit of Hailstorm and who was the other one? I also would like to hop on. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I really have to get into listening to more of them because they kick ass. They really do. So, uh, yeah, props to the ladies. Absolutely, a hailstorm um, is a big yeah, one, and I, which, uh, you know, I, I love them. You know, mm-hmm. I love hailstorm. I, I like a lot of the female acts that are out there right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of them. Out and they're from PA. PA. You can't beat that. PA in the house. And of course, uh, we pay tribute to the female metal rockers. Uh, so we have one tonight, The Amazing Lilith. Uh, our Halloween show on the 30th, uh, Sagan Amory. Um, Lita Ford coming up in November. So we do love our female uh, hard rock and metal artists as well. We don't, yeah. uh, we don't close the door here. We're not uh, sexist. We're not Harvey Weinsteinians here. Brought that up for a reason. Did okay. you happen? Now, I know you didn't catch it. I know I watched the game Sunday night, and I had to bring this up. Sunday night football, a legendary sportscaster, Al Michaels, uh, and kind of what he meant to be kind of funny, referred to the New York Giants and their offensive struggles and their bad week, uh, saying they had a worse week than Harvey Weinstein, or Weinstein, or however you say this guy's name. I don't even really care to give him the credit to know it. And all this backlash. Whoa, how can you say that? How can you mention his name? It's such a touchy subject. And Michael's got blasted for it. A few minutes later, he comes out and apologizes. Jewel, I, you know, we talked about what the comment was. You read up on it. I know you did because I know you're good that way. It, offensive at all? Out of line? What do you think? Uh, soon. I think so. Like, I, I mean, not even too soon. Like, just shut up. <laughs> just really just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and... There's just so many females, like, really reflecting right now and yeah. and coming together. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And there's a lot of bravery stepping forward. And just, like, the, the stories that people are telling are, like, and this guy has just caused so much harm that he just, I don't even want to say his name anymore. Like, it, it's like any other, any, any other pig, like, um. The Las Vegas shooter. We have a story about him. I don't want to say his name. Like, I'm so sick of hearing his name. I, I just want him dealt with. You know. Exactly. He he's referred to in your notes, and we'll get into that. It's a, <laughs> yeah. a, a story. A story that you brought up. Uh, Jesus Campos, of course, is the Mandalay Bay security guard 
who alerted police of the Las Vegas shooter. Uh, he's speaking out for the first time about the violent encounter that left him with gunshot wounds. Now, Jesus opened up to Ellen DeGeneres, detailing the harrowing moments leading up to him discovering this asshole, as we <laughs> so lovely call him on the stoop, on the 32nd floor. And just as he was starting to open fire on the crowd and the concert goers below, you know, he thinks a loud slamming door uh, during a routine check of the floor it was uh, tipped off his location to this evil asshole, who then started shooting into the hallway and hit Campos in the legs. And miraculously, Campos says he was still able to somehow get on his radio and tell his team that shots have been fired. The story seems to be pushed to the back burner a little thick, that you think, and you're, you're asking me, of course, do I think it needs more attention? Yes and no. Yeah, you, you want to be aware, but too much attention brings it out to other people that, hey, maybe I'll lose my mind and do this, too, because this, you know, I don't want to see concert goers having a good time either. You, you kind of invite lunacy, in my opinion. I could be wrong. But I think you kind of invite lunacy by glorifying a story even more. We know it's horrific. Uh, people are more alert to it. Um, I've talked to some friends of mine and said, yeah, the concert's a concert. I'm going next time out. I'm not going to let somebody scare me. I know my wife gets scared just going to the movies after there's shootouts at movies, and it's anywhere. What do you think? Do you think it's too much? Do you think we got to hear about it more? What's your take? I think his story deserves to be heard, definitely, and who knows, like, what this guy has been going through these past couple of weeks. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I feel awful for this guy, and he did everything right, and um, he's the one that alerted, and it, it just seems like with all the other BS that's out there right now, like, I don't know. It's The story is almost forgotten when it should be, like, brought to the forefront, but I, I understand what you're saying, too. Like, people will get ideas, and it's just tragic. It's just tragic seeing all the pictures of everyone, um, seeing the baby that was born two days after from the mom that was at the concert. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's terrible. And, um, but yeah, I, I think Jesus' story deserves to be heard, and um, I don't know. It, it's just terrible, terrible, but um, hopefully I'll make us stronger, I guess, talking about it. I yeah, I agree, and sometimes it does and makes people a little more aware for a while, and you hope they stick to that. And There's a lot going on, and I understand why it hits the back burner, because pretty much all anybody wants to talk about now, at the moment, is the NFL, Harvey Weinstein, or Steen, whatever the hell it is, and Donald Trump. It's the same nonsense over and over. Let's talk about things we all got to get involved in, things we all got to be aware of, like this. I mean, this is a tragedy that can be avoided by people coming together. Yeah, not totally avoided. I mean, here's a guy that kind of snuck up and kind of did a sneak attack on people. You're not going to totally you know, undermine that, but just be aware. You know, stop worrying about the negativity coming out of the next person's mouth and try doing something in unison, and maybe uh, we'll, we'll be a little stronger. Yeah, how about worry about yourself, too, instead of leaving nasty comments and judging people and, and all that good stuff. Why don't you just sit with us, have a good time on the stoop? How about that? Exactly. I mean, if that doesn't cheer you up, if that doesn't make you more alert and make you feel better, <laughs> what the? Yeah. You know, we sit here, we have some beers, we talk, we laugh. You know, it's a great time. And this is what we do. We party. And what is a party without music, Jewel? Nothing. It's not a party. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to make it a party, and we are going to bring something to you that we promised. She'll be on in about 10 minutes, Miss Lilith, but before she comes on, the world premiere, first time ever on any radio station Woo! anywhere. 
Oh, yeah. It is the incredible hit Rain Dance. Folks, Lilith in the Night, world premiere never heard before, Rain Dance. Coming at you, we'll be back in a little over three minutes. Enjoy, everybody. For the first time anywhere ever before its premiere, or before its debut, rather, October 20th when it's released, Lilith and the Night with Raindance Jewel got chills up and down my arm. What'd you think? (laughs) They're incredible. Her voice is like insanity, I should say. No, it's it's (laughs) so good. Yeah, I, I love their music. I'm telling you, I was like jamming out. I have been. I'm definitely a fan, and I'm so happy that song is awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, getting to play it first really gives me a warm feeling. Uh, it really makes me proud of the work that, you know, we do here and that we've developed here. And an artist, as talented as this, you know, she comes to us now and, and gives us first crack at, at brand new stuff. And to me, that's awesome. This song yeah. is awesome. And she'll be here shortly. And I will gush like this when she comes on the air because I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I know. <I'll> just... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to geek out, you know. You know, usually in the past it was, uh, you know, you mostly John doing the talking. And I would kind of sit in the background just kind of, mm-hmm, and uh uh-huh. Now tonight I get to, you know, really deliver questions, and I'm going to blah, 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 blah over some of them. So pardon me. Yeah. Hard I'll questions. Jeff Carini. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. hard-hitting questions. So, um, you know, uh, do you like uh, dinner? Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Funny. The other thing we have, to, the thing we got to remind everybody about, um, with the true dedication of Lilith, and I mean, she could play this song really anywhere. She did come to us to debut it. Is it's going to be about one thirty a.m. her time, so she's staying up late just to come on the show. They promote it nicely. The band has been promoting it. She's been promoting it. Um, so it's big for us, and we absolutely love it. But like Jewel said, she's a rock star, right? What's one thirty in the morning a rock star? <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, yep. that, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's dinner no, time. No, we would do appreciate. No, everything. It, it's a pain. It's a pain, but and that's really late. So we totally appreciate her calling in. That that's super late. Exactly. One of these times when she debuts new music or whatever, we've got to try and do it maybe uh, uh, when I don't have day engagements or maybe on like a weekend where we could do mm-hmm. it like 9 o'clock in the morning our time. So, I don't know, I think in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> over there so she yeah. can get well rested. But, you know, she's always a trooper. She's a gamer. She's a tremendous guest. And she'll be here shortly. Lilith from Lilith and Night. She's got a lot going on. She's not just a singer. So we'll talk to her about all her goings on. So, Stick around, get excited for it. I know uh, a bunch of the uh, bunch of male listeners, male friends of mine. You know, they all say the same thing. You know, how often do you hang out? Do you get to see her? When do we get to do a meet and greet? Well, we're working on that. We'd love to get her to the states. Um, unfortunately, not quite yet, but we're working on that stuff. For now, it's just uh, it's just me and Jewel. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, she needs to do like New York, Philly area. That'd be amazing. That'd be incredible. And every time she comes on, we talk about it. She said she would love nothing more than than to come out our our way, United States in general, and and do some stuff. That would be amazing. Be absolutely amazing. Right across the pond. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's a stone throw, really. I mean, she could be here a mere minute. All she had to do was get on a bike and build a ramp and make a nice big jump. And ladies and gentlemen, I think we are in. For that very big surprise right now, the super talented, the amazing, the one and only Lilith. Lilith, good evening, or good morning, I should say. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, thank you again so much for coming on. I know it's so late your time, and you always are such a trooper, and you come to us, and we absolutely love you. You are no, no disrespect uh, to anybody else who's been on the show. Uh, thank you. You're definitely the best. So, oh, we just played. Thanks. Definitely we, worth staying awake for. <laughs> but thank you. I'm, I'm blushing a little bit over here. I blush. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we just played it for the folks a, a few minutes ago, and we're going to play it again before we go off the air. It's a brand new song that's coming out this Friday the 20th. It's called Rain Dance. 
and not because you're sitting here with us, Lilith, but it is friggin' amazing. The song is incredible. Tell us about the inspirations behind the song and uh, how big is this hit for you right now? Um, so, basically, it's a little bit different from the stuff that we that we brought out previously. Um, I suppose, because when we first started releasing, we were quite new, and just naturally as a band, you kind of develop your sound over time. So I suppose um, this is kind of the um, product of us being together for going on for two and a half, three years now. Um, and inspiration-wise, I'd say, um, when, when we wrote it, I was listening to quite a little slip knot, um, because, like, Corey Taylor, his, um, his choruses yes. are really melodic. They're almost verging on pop if it wasn't for the heavy guitar riffs underneath, if you actually listen to the melodies that he writes. And I, and I really liked that, and I kind of wanted to bring that across, like, the, the melodic element, because I love um, melodic music, so... That's what we were trying to do with this, I think. That's that's perfect. And it's funny that you had said that because it was, it was something that I was thinking about asking, but I didn't want to you know, jump into it. It does sound a little more melodic. It sounds a little more like rock than metal, which is great. And you do a terrific, terrific job of it. Is that like your new angle? You're trying to do a little more rock or do you stick to the metal and just mixing it up? Tell us about like your direction. Uh... So whether you write, like, we don't specifically set out thinking, like, oh, we're going to write something that's a little bit, you know, more melodic or a little bit more, like, less metal or whatever. It kind of just happens. Um, So I I think that it's... I don't really know how it developed. It was just my guitarist, Adam, who was just sitting about, and he came up with that riff, and the melody just came out. Um, But I suppose, like, the other stuff that we're releasing after this kind of follows suit. It's also quite melodic. Um, So, yeah, maybe maybe it's a new direction. I don't really know. It just kind of happens. (laughs) Whatever comes out, comes out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I love it, too, because, you know, it verges on rock, but it's still, it's fun to sing. You know what I mean? Like, the chorus is so fun. And, uh, but it still sounds, like, so hard. Um, so that's yeah. great. And, uh, and you said the whole album goes. Did you ever want to switch it up? Like, what's the furthest you would take it? Like, do you have any other forms of music you would try to tie into that? Um, we, well, we like experimenting. Like, um, mm-hmm. I was listening to the show before I before I phoned in, and you mentioned System of a Down, and they're literally my favorite band in the whole oh. world. And <laughs> yes. I love how they I love how they bring in kind of their kind of Armenian influences into their yeah. music. And so yeah. we have been experimenting with our our third single that's coming out. So this is the first one. We've recorded three songs. Um, second one's coming out probably January and then the third one's going to be coming out in maybe March and the third one we're experimenting with um, different different um, sounds like it's quite influenced by um, Middle Eastern music and also oh. my dad's Jewish so um, like klezmer that kind of like Jewish music as well like that scale so we are trying to bring in some unusual things <laughs> that's very cool uh, and it's fun working. to switch it up yeah yeah that's I great so. yeah it's all about experimenting i mean when you've got music, a bunch of musicians together it's all about kind of getting together having fun and just seeing what what you can produce that's maybe a bit different from what's out there at the minute yeah 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned that Adam uh, came up with the riff. Does Adam pretty much come up with all the riffs and music end, and you kind of come up with the lyrics? Like, who is the uh, who's yeah. the creative force in certain aspects? Yeah, well, that, you, that's it. Like, um, Adam, he'll generally, because um, he's always got a guitar in his hand at all times, and <laughs> he'll generally bring in a riff or... I mean, sometimes he brings in a full song, like without the melody or the lyrics, but he'll just write something. And then the stuff he writes, um, as I said, it's quite melodic, so it's quite easy for me to think of various different melodies and work out ones that, that sound good. Um, so we often write together. And then once we've kind of got got like the basic idea, then we'll bring it into the band. And Tom, the bass player, he'll write um, some cool bass riffs. And, yeah, it just builds from there, really. Perfect. It's great stuff. It, it it comes out really great. Yeah, we noticed you've gone now to a uh, a smaller band, a three person band, and it seems to be doing great for you. Uh, we had you on last time uh, when you debuted the Insanity EP. Again, awesome. Just a, a great lineup of songs. Uh, so, how great is it when you get out to do live shows? Now, how great is it is to have so many songs to choose from now to actually pick from a catalog, if you will? How, is it is it getting to be exciting for you that the more material you have to release? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in the beginning, we were playing the same set list every time. We didn't <laughs> yeah. have enough material to, to play with. So it's really nice that we can finally like put in other stuff. Um, and it's cool to also get to a venue, look at the crowd and think, oh, I think they'd actually prefer this song to that song, so why don't we stick that one in there instead, rather than yeah. having a set set list every single time. Sure, absolutely. That's so fun. So, what was I, we saw you been playing a couple festivals? What was your favorite so far, like recently to play? Um, we played. There's a venue um, in the Midlands called um, the Slade Rooms. It's in a place called Wolverhampton, and mm-hmm. it was such a good night. It was like it was kind of the first time that we actually realized, like, oh my god, we actually have real life fans that like aren't my mum. <laughs> Um, yeah and we got a really good reaction Um, it was really really cool like people coming up to us after asking for t-shirts and cds and it was just kind of surreal experience Um, and yeah I'd say that's been my favorite uh, over the summer definitely the Slave Rooms gig was great that's, That's cool. Awesome. I want a T-shirt. I have to order one of those T-shirts. They're really cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or a hoodie or something. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to tell you all where to find it later in the show. We're going to give you the website and uh, go on and get your merchandise. Um, so, Lilith, you know, aside from music that you do so well, uh, you have a little bit of a side project, maybe an alter ego, if you will. Uh, you and your sister do uh, a lot of competing, uh, and it's big over there in, in uh, England, I assume, is uh, pole dancing. This is something that yes. two of you are probably are great at. I see you winning all kinds of awards. We watch your workouts and all, and, and it's and it's awesome. Tell us about this and how you got into this. Um, yeah, I love pole dancing. It's my new obsession. Um, I've been doing it for about two years now. <laughs> um, so I used to do gymnastics when I was younger, but I had like wrist problems, so I couldn't do tumbles and cartwheels and all that stuff anymore and it like it got me pretty depressed actually because I used to love doing gymnastics and then my sister started pole when she was at university 
um, and she suggested it to me, and that's how I really got into it. And then as we got better, um, people started suggesting, like, why don't you do doubles? Because me and my sister, we look really alike. And everyone was saying, oh, oh wow, you look on stage, yeah. you look the same. <laughs> so um, we tried it out, and, it, yeah, we were quite good at it. So we've been competing in that. Um, we won a, com- a big competition in the UK uh, about two weeks ago now. At, um, no, sorry, we didn't win. We didn't win. We came second, but in my <laughs> head, we won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, Got to count. The people that beat us were a man and a woman, and I'm like, that that, that doesn't count. We, we no. win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, no, 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 it was, it was really, really good. Um, and we won the two previous competitions. So uh, we've got another one coming up in two weeks' time. Um, yeah, um, it's just something that we love. And actually, yesterday pole dancing was officially um categorized as a sport so now pole dancing is a sport which is yeah which is really cool because it does require like a lot of um athleticism and obviously like people traditionally think oh pole dancer if you work in a club you're a stripper Um, (laughs) right uh, yeah the the competitive side of it you know um so to have it classed now as a sport is is like a real progression for the pole industry yeah, and I, I saw you posted that, and it actually said it included in the Olympics. Now, if it goes to the Olympics, <laughs> would would you try for it? Like that could be the next triumph in your life, like a freaking gold medal. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing, but I don't think I don't think I'm quite there yet, to be, to be honest. Well, um, and you're, I, I you're don't almost think my body you're out very good. <laughs> Now, what do you do uh, besides? I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, uh, what what other exercises do you do to perf- to prepare for that? Um, I don't actually do any other exercise. I just do pole dancing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I see. I I used to go to the gym sometimes, but I was just bored. Like, I mean, no offense to anyone that goes to the gym. That's great if you can if you can do that. But for me, I'd be on the treadmill and I'd be like, wow, I'm bored or on the weights machine. And I didn't feel like I was, I didn't, I just, it wasn't fun for me. And I, I need to do something that like keeps me amused um, at the same time. And that's pole dancing for me. And I try, I'm, me and my sister are training about 15 hours a week. So I don't really need wow. to do any other exercise. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty good workout. Uh, I, I hate the gym myself. <laughs> I pretty much only go for the cardio because I, I like sports so much. But that's that's really cool, and I can tell it takes so much strength to do. So that's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, with with the pole dancing and, and your singing and performing, you always have great costumes, great outfits. Um, you always, you know, always dressed up. Who does all your? Is, is that just basically your? Is that your clothing, or is somebody out there picking outfits for you, making them custom? I want to know a little more behind the look that develops. That is Lilith. Um, that is all me. <laughs> I just, oh, all right. I love. Well, I just I love um, I love dressing up so I've always like Halloween is my favorite day of the year hands down I've always loved dressing up crazy makeup all that stuff so like a part of 
in fact, creating Dinner in the Night, going into it was like, I really wanted to do something that was dramatic and something that was really far away from my day-to-day life. Um, and so, yeah, I really enjoy, like, going to different shops and finding, like, wacky outfits and um and then in doing that there was this one shop in a place in london called camden town which is like a really alternative part of of london um and i was going into this one shop called sci-fi all the time and um in the, the music videos and photo shoots i was always wearing at least one piece of clothing from that shop and so in the end um, I went up to them and I said, listen, I'm always wearing your clothes. Would you like to uh, give me free stuff? <laughs> and I will wear it. <laughs> I'll wear it and I will tweet about it. <laughs> I'll put it on Facebook and advertise you. And they said yes. <laughs> So I love sci-fi. Everyone goes to sci-fi in Camden Town in London. They're awesome. <laughs> they That's awesome. nice. <laughs> We have we have something like that here in Philly on South Street. It's a bunch of little shops with like crazy outfits, and I, I picked up a couple of Halloween costumes down there. So when you come to Philly, we'll have to take you on South Street for a tour. Oh, definitely. I will bring yeah. my purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know every time you come on, we talk about getting it to the East Coast and talking about getting it to the United States. You were here recently, a few months back, and made a trip to California and some other stops. Uh, yeah. you know, how, does life, how does life differ here, especially in a big city like Los Angeles and California? How does it differ from the U.S. as opposed to being in England? Is it more hectic here? Um. <clears throat> Um, the cities aren't really, there's not a huge difference within the cities. Um, but what there is like a massive difference is the general landscape. Like obviously the UK is tiny, like the whole of the UK will fit inside California. So we don't have anything like the amount of space that you guys have. Um, and the, the difference in landscape as well. So here, everything's really flat. We have, like, loads of fields, fields and fields and fields, whereas, like, when we were in California, we were just driving, and, you know, it's all flat, and then all of a sudden there's, like, these massive hills and waterfalls and, like, mountains, and it's just amazing. Um, we don't we don't have that. Um, so, like, there is a lot of difference. Well, something that I did notice in L.A. was a lot of um, homelessness, a lot more than in in London. I mean, we have we have homeless, a lot of homeless, but in LA, I was really surprised because in the UK, like we get painted this picture that like LA is really super glamorous and then it's like Hollywood sure. and diamonds and sparkles and movies. And then when you get there, it's a real reality check that actually it's not all like that, which is actually what um, Rain Dance is about. Um, the, okay. the rich poor divide and um, the destruction, the destructive nature of, of humans as well. So um, my trip to America, like, I absolutely loved it, but it also helped me in in writing um, and in inspiration as well for that kind of stuff. Excellent. Yeah, I know you're, you're very observant, and watching your, your Facebook, you like to speak out, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's great, and the, the message you try to send, you're always trying to stay on the positive which one of the many things that we love about you. Um, so 
what uh, you said you got new music coming out. You got songs that you're gracefully coming out with. Are we going to get a full album here? Or are you going back to the EP? And how soon can we expect it all to come together? So we would love to do an album. Um, we we're, we're writing towards an album. Um, we don't quite have one together yet. I mean, we have enough material, but we want to have too much material so that we can choose um, the best of of the songs. So we're not quite there with an album yet, but as I said, we have got three songs, which we're going to release in the form of um, three separate singles rather than putting them all on an EP. Um, And I think the reason we're doing that is because we're trying to really expand our fan base now um, by kind of hitting people over the head with our material by bringing out a, a single <laughs> and then waiting a short time and bringing out another and waiting a short time and bringing out another and then we're going to do a little tour afterwards because I mean as you may have noticed there was quite a big gap between our last EP and then this single and we don't really want to do that again so we want to bring out like um, a bunch of material consecutively yeah, and I like when bands do that personally. Like, you, you give us a little bit, and then we get to enjoy the single for a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's another single. Um, and then, yeah. you know, the full album. Uh, one of my favorites just did that uh, this year. And I like that setup, and then you get so excited for the album. Um, where are you touring? Um, so we're just touring around England and Wales, really, at the moment. Um, we'd okay. like to go further afield, like up to Scotland, but um, nice. it's just it's getting all the gear together and finding a way to get up there and then finding somewhere to stay and blah, 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 and getting all the, um, like, paying for all of that and working out whether you're going to be at a loss if you do that. So at the moment, we're, we're only traveling, like, maybe five hours from home, which takes us to, like, the Midlands, like, the middle of the country. Um so we're, we're doing that at the moment, but we are hoping next year to really be able to extend across the UK and then maybe to USA, hopefully. Who knows? Oh, no. yes. <laughs> I got to tell you if, you, if you find your way to the US and you're going to play shows in the Philadelphia area, I have got extra rooms in my house. Lilith and the Night are welcome <laughs> to stay at my house. <laughs> I'll some free <laughs> We will be there. Excellent. <laughs> you said it now. You um, can't take it back. <laughs> no, well, it's that soon. I like to cook. I don't know what you guys like to eat. I like making tacos and breakfast food, and it'll be a great old time. Make yourselves a have a cookout. I like eating, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not? You're coming to the right place. That's definitely what we like to do around here. Um, so, let, let me hit you with this question. We've mentioned the pole dancing. Of course, we talked about mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, your singing. You're an absolutely beautiful woman. Uh, which one is the most Lilith, or which one is the most of you personally? The rock star, the beauty queen, the dancer, the athlete. Which one really, like, if you had to put yourself in one category above all, what would it be? Oh, that is, that is such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, music is my number one thing like that is my life if someone said tomorrow okay you don't have to do anything else for the rest of your life and you can just make like good money from music I would do that I love it um but I find pole dancing like creeping up there 
in in like listed priorities as well. Um, me and my sister really want to open our own pole da- dancing studio next okay. year. So yeah, yeah. so um, I can't I can't deny my love of pole, but music is still my number one thing, and that's that's where I feel the most at ease and the most myself because as much as I love pole dancing I'm an absolute wreck before a competition I'm just full of nerves so anxious I'm horrible to be around (laughs) whereas like with music I don't get like that at all like you can put me in front of any crowd and I'll just have the best time so Wow, I think definitely music is my thing. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's me before I go on the stoop. I'm like, I'm like a bundle of nerves. <laughs> I'm coming to your studio when you guys open it up. Like I will be first yes. in line for some lessons oh because god. that's all. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be a workout. <laughs> it it looks a little scary though. I mean, I can understand why you're nervous. It it looks like just some incredible stunts. And um, I guess, you know, you and your sister being close, you, like I said, you look a lot alike, you can pass for twins. Just, do you have that mindset? Are you just that into one another's exact moves? Is that what helps you along? Um, me and my sister are, like, best friends ever. Oh. <laughs> and we've always That's been awesome. like that. So we're really in tune with each other. So, like, dancing with her is just like a complete non-issue like we don't have to we don't have to worry about arguing or any of that stuff like it never happens um and it's nice to go into a competition where you're really nervous like with someone by your side that is your favorite person in the world (laughs) so um really cool i I have two sisters and i i couldn't imagine (laughs) 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 we're like uh, there's three of us, and we're all each like complete opposite. So no, that's <laughs> awesome. And you guys look so identical. And yeah, it's just it's fun to watch too. Yeah, the thing is, you have to have like a really close relationship with your doubles partner in pole because most mm-hmm. of the time, you're they're they're the only thing that's stopping you from like falling on the ground and breaking your yeah. face. Like yeah. they're <laughs> holding you up upside down and there has to be like complete trust there or it's not going to work <laughs> oh my god that, that's <laughs> crazy you, you make it look pretty easy it looks fantastic um thank you you know thank you now thank you you've been on the show a few times you know what we like to do here you know we like to put people on the spot and ask them the riveting question yep third <laughs> yep third yep. third appearance on the show and you have to answer this you have to pick one don't be me okay. Third time on, third time on the soup. Who is the better host, Jeff or John? <laughs> this is so mean. I refuse to answer. You're so mean. I was just saying, like, really? <laughs> Don't be mean. Uh, I gotta say, in no. Pre- no. <laughs> in, in prepping for the show, in prepping for the show, I told Joyce that there was no way on earth she's going to answer this question. Um, <laughs> You, you know, you know, John and I love you. John has, of course, asked me to say hello to you. Um, he's on he's on other projects, and you know, he still does behind the scene work with us. And you know, if I didn't extend yeah. a hello from him, I would not be doing it justice. And you know, he had brought you here to me. I grew to love you. We were massive fans. 
I make everybody fans. My wife is now a massive fan. Jules become a fan. My friends are fans. So uh, because not only you. it's not only the talent, it's you're just genuine and you're just a wonderful soul. I'm always love having you on. Um, you did kind of grab my one question. I was going to ask you about Halloween. You said you're a big Halloween fan. We're huge Halloween fans. Uh, anything big planned? Uh, parties, festivals, music, anything? Um. So. Not gigging at Halloween because the next weekend is my pole comp, and oh. I'm like, oh, well, I was going to take it easy, but then my friend organised a house party, and now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just go to that instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so probably going to do a house party, but either way, definitely need to get dressed up. Even if I'm just sitting in my bedroom by myself, I'll still get dressed up for Halloween because <laughs> that is what I do. Do you have any ideas? what you're going to be (laughs) so I bought these like amazing horns from this shop in Camden Um, (laughs) and they're like I don't know I don't really know what they are they're kind of like you know like you know that film Maleficent yes yes Angelina Jolie they're those horns I bought horns like that so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with them, but something. If you go on Facebook, you'll see, I'm sure you'll see loads of posts of me with, with the horns. <laughs> That's so fun. Uh-huh. I was Maleficent last year. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I love the, the whole image. She looks amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. And then uh, my daughter was sleeping with me, so it was like a... Whole thing. But no, that's awesome. She's so my good. favorite villain. She's the best. <laughs> yeah. I was really scared of her when I was younger. Like the cartoon of Sleeping Beauty when she when, whenever she appeared, like I was genuinely afraid of her. Yeah, she's a freaky. <laughs> she's a dragon. She's a dragon woman. I know. It's fun to be now though, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Now I'm now she's my idol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should so, come to I Jeff's can... party though. Jeff's had a party that weekend. You should just come. Yeah. I have a party oh, every year. I'll just pop over. Yeah. Yeah, like that exactly. <laughs> To find a way to fly you over, that would be absolutely amazing. I would probably die seeing you walk in. That would be a thrill for me to finally meet you know, one of my uh, absolute favorites. And you are. You're truly one of our favorite performers. It's just amazing. Uh, and as always, you take the time. So I'm going to ask uh, real quickly, when the new stuff comes out, will you come back? Let us debut it again because we love doing that. Of course. This is a thing now. So this is like hey. always going to happen. <laughs> awesome. We are so thrilled. Like I said, we're going to play the song again. We just uh, we like to play it before and after something we do new now because we like to you know get people a taste of it. Then we like to talk about your side of it, and then we play it afterwards. So, um, so we're going to hear it again after we send you away. Uh, for anybody who wants to buy great merchandise, check out an amazing band, a beautiful woman, and just all the talent in the world. Check out www dot com, or you can find them on Facebook Lilith and the Night and Twitter at Lilith ATK ladies and gentlemen a thrill as always the amazing the beautiful the incredible Lilith thank you so much for coming on tonight we really appreciate thank it you. Yes, thank you yes thank you so much <laughs> My yeah, you are, you're incredible <laughs> Now get some sleep. It's got to be like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for hanging. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank you. Cool, and guys, thank you so much. And thanks for the thank you. Like, It's awesome that you guys are um, premiering this song, honestly. It, I couldn't it is our, any other radio station I would rather. Oh, thank you so much. Thank and it's you. always our pleasure. <laughs> we love you, Lilith. Have a great evening.
or a great morning. <laughs> thank you. Love you guys. Love you. Thank Love you. you. Bye. 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 You can't help but love her. She's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Lilith of Lilith in the Night. Jewel, everything I, I hyped or what? Oh, yeah. She's such a sweetheart. Like, that was oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. And when we get to debut her song, like, my mind is kind of blown right now. I'm just very excited. I'm excited for her and where she's going and whole band. And it's just freaking phenomenal. I'm so excited to be a part of it and a part of the station that she wants to debut on from now on. So that is a thing, like she said. So yeah, that's, that's pretty freaking she said, cool. Right. Yep, she came around and said that that's the thing now. And that, oh, that just does so much to me, you know, as a guy who has gotten into this radio scene, a guy that loves music like you do, Jewel, to have a band that I am so high on and find so talented to gracefully just hand over their new material for us to release before anybody else gets their hands on it. And there's more stuff coming up. We'll have Lilith on again and again. Um, and she loves music, and you really root for people like that. She is so genuine, we could have talked to her for hours, really, if it came down to it. Yeah. If it wasn't 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> where she was. <laughs> it's only about 2 o'clock in the morning where she yeah. is. And, uh, but still, I mean, it, it's pretty good to be that, you know, awake and alert and, and sharing so many stories and just keep going on. Uh, cause, yeah. Because yeah, I got to tell you, let's try doing the stupid 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're going to hear me just curse the whole time and tell you people you suck for making me come on at 2 o'clock in the morning, I got to tell you. So yeah. hats off to the amazing talent, the wonderful Lilith. And... For that, for you who may have joined in a little bit late and might have missed it, we are going to replay Rain Dance, their brand new song. It's due out Friday, October 20th, and I know you can find it on Apple Music if you have Apple Music, because that's where I get all my Lilith in the Night songs. I have you know, both of the EPs, all my playlists. I love her stuff. Her voice is incredible. And as she said, Adam, the very talented Adam Page, uh, does a lot of guitar work, and uh, Tom on bass, and... Uh, Great, great, talented band. Worth listening to. Again, www.lilithandthenight.com. Buy some merchandise. Check them out. Check out the music. Uh, Lilith and the Night on Facebook and Twitter at LilithATK. So let's go to it now, Jewel. One more time around for the folks at home. Lilith and the Night, the brand new song. You're going to hear it twice here before you hear it anywhere else. That's, uh, oh, yeah. That's how good we do it here on The Soup. One more time, it's Rain Dance, and we'll be back in a little bit more than three minutes. Check it out.
I tell you, one more time for the folks at home, the amazing Lilith in the Night with their brand new song before anybody else gets their hands on it. Rain Dance comes out October 20th or tonight here on the stoop. Double whammy of it. Awesome song. Absolutely awesome. Uh, I love it. Great interview. Great song. Thank you again to Lilith for staying up to the wee, wee hours of night in the early morning England time and joining us here on the stoop. Jewel, massive Lilith and Night fan now or what? Oh, hell yeah. I have been. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, it, it, it's finally here. Like, I feel like it's just come full circle now, like, that I got to be part of the interview. I love talking yeah. to her. And that's true. You, you've now become full circle. You've become a true member of the Stoop family because, you know, like I said, we love all our guests and all the greatest respect to everybody who's ever been on the show. But Lilith has a special little place in the, in the Stoop uh, vault, if you will, mm-hmm. and we love her to death. And uh, now you've gotten your chance. And you got your chance to play world premiere music. So everything you ever wanted in your uh, radio business is coming to light. It really is. Don't mock me. <laughs> it really is. No, no. No, everyone, okay. I'm being serious. All you got to do now is get rid of me and find a better uh, host, and you'll be cruising. That's the plan. <laughs> uh, tune in next week with brand new host, Sultani <laughs> on Soup. <laughs> Co-host will be on some goofy, some monkey. I mean, because anybody can do uh, what I do. But oh, you yeah. the mastering talents behind the scene. I'm just the, I'm the looks, if you will. Right. Yeah. That's it. You're just <laughs> I'm the looks. You're something, or I'm the looks. Like, the comic, really. Is, uh, me calling myself the better looking of the two. That's comical. The amazing... <sighs> Little titty, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow. Let's get to more topics, shall we? Sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Here's one from the sporting world. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., folks. We saw the tragic injury he suffered on the field a couple weeks ago. Uh, hopped out of bed a week after undergoing ankle surgery, and uh, look on his face says it all. It ain't no fun. Uh, Giants wide receiver. Oh, sorry about that. Giants wide receiver uh, was seen for the first time since suffering that injury um, in San Diego. He's leaving his house on crutches and a large walking boot on his way to physical therapy. Um, As you all know, he underwent season-ending surgery and posted a pic on Instagram from the hospital bed thanking everyone for the prayers. But it's pretty clear he'd rather be prepping for uh, this week's game against the Seattle Seahawks than being laid up. Um, Jewel, did you see the injury? Uh, Do you know enough about the giant eagle rivalry to feel bad for Beckham. What, what's your thoughts about the, a lot of these guys are such horrendous injuries. I hate, like I said before, I hate to see anyone get hurt. I know they're like our rival and all, but it just sucks. And he looked really sad in those crutches on that Instagram post. So yeah, I just, ugh, I hate injuries. Like just going through a couple myself and, it's just so scary, and you never want to be. And they're just, uh, I, I do, I do feel bad for him. What do you, what do you think about all this? Uh, his injury was pretty severe. Um, I'm going to talk about that and another injury real quickly. But, but first thing I got to do with when it comes to Beckham, you know, sometimes the karma train does ride in. You hate to say it, but remember, the week before that, uh, he was here in Philadelphia 
playing against the Eagles, and he did the little doggy style, take a piss on the field, if you remember that. That was his touchdown celebration, and people ripped him for it, and, you know, he's like, I'm going to be me, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then whammo, this, this nasty injury. You do feel bad, though. It, it is still a human life, human body. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, if you've been on social media today, you might have, but Boston Celtics, a newly signed acquisition to the Boston Celtics uh, this summer, uh, Gordon Hayward, Oh, ooh. And, oh ooh. my God! Yeah, I mean, God. wow. <laughs> that was some, that was some injury. I mean, that that leg snapped, and I just—it's like a train wreck. You shouldn't watch, but you watch. And then they Would he come video, down on it. Yeah, and it, it just like the thing snapped like a pretzel. It's just, <laughs> oh God! Jules, Jules waving me off with the with the squeamish, you know. Yeah, my wife being a nurse is like, eh, broke his leg. Me, I'm like, I'm just getting ready to lose it. And they showed the video where all you see, all you see is like the top of his head, and they show the entire. Um, they're playing against the Cleveland Cavaliers. You see the entire Cavaliers bench, and every guy's just going, oh, like they fell. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they make tons of money. They they do have the fame, but they do put their bodies out there, man, and and stuff like that happens. You got to feel for them. So you know, Beckham. Yeah, get better soon. Gordon Hayward, it's a shame since this whole season, uh, which is promising to be a great season with a great Boston team. But he wish these guys well. It, it's hard to watch. How did he get hurt, Odell? Uh, kind of the same thing. Kind of had the same ugly-looking leg injury. It's a little less obvious because he doesn't wear shorts. He wears pants, thank God, because watching mm-hmm. the way Hayward is gross. But kind of the same thing. You know, Beckham went up to get a catch, came down the pop, and he was – he was in tears. He had tears coming out of his eyes right mm-hmm. there in the field. You know, I can't, I can't laugh about it because it's brutal. Uh, so we wish him, you know, wish him uh, all the well. Right. <laughs> um, so we go from that, the well wishes to, to this story. And I'm going to get into it because, like I said, this stuff is just like a runaway train now. Jennifer Lawrence had said that she was made to stand in a nude lineup and told to lose weight by film producers at the start of her career. Speaking at Elle's Women event in Hollywood, 27-year-old said that she felt she didn't have any power in the situation as an unknown actress. She said she found that fame protected her from the assault as her career went on, but she was asked by a female producer to stand in a nude lineup, and she described the experience as degrading and humiliating, as she was put next to these girls, uh, she says we're thinner than her. And, uh, you know, and not reading too much more on it because it makes me cringe, and we've talked about this now. Um, women, are, are women back under the attack? I, I know that, you know, the African-American or the black crowd is starting to feel under attack lately with the police thing in the NFL. Are women suddenly back under the attack again? What do you think, Jewel? I don't think we're back under the attack I just think and now like especially these past two weeks like people are just coming out their stories and being like totally candid and honest and we all appreciate it and if you don't appreciate it then something's the matter with you because this is a true story and this shit is real in Hollywood it's like rampant so this is disgusting I mean Every guy that I know loves Jennifer Lawrence. They love her body. I mean, she's freaking mystique. Like, that's... And she said these women were, like, twigs standing next to her. And they took her picture, and the producer's like, all right, now go home and use this as, like, 
a, a diet guide, and he, she wanted her to lose 15 pounds in two weeks, which is like near to impossible unless you're sick or something. So it's just, and Jennifer Lawrence did work with Harvey Weinstein. He uh, attributed to the Silver Linings playbook. So it wasn't about him. It was about another female producer, but she still like stepped forward and, and told her story. And I applaud anyone who, who stepped forward and did tell their story. I mean, look, we've all had bad experiences and a lot are worse than others, but it takes some balls to come out and say it. Wouldn't you agree? I, I do agree. And, and that'll, I mean, like every time I come into Stoop studio, you know, Jewel tries to grab my ass and, you know, I got to fight her off. It, it gets a little, it's numb. <laughs> she gave me that dirty look, but no, seriously, it, it's a lot. And you had also brought this story to a head. Uh, Michaela Maroney, uh, says she was sexually assaulted by the team doctor for the U.S. Women's Gymnastic Olympic Team. Uh, the abuse started when she was 13 years old. Uh, apparently, she was being uh, repeatedly, repeatedly molested uh, while they were calling it administering treatment. What about this story, Jewel? It's disgusting. First of all, this this is this doctor has done this to 125 women. 125 no women. I've seen your stat. Yeah. Like. What? She was 13. Like, and this guy, this doctor came up to her and said, Oh, I've been doing this for 30 years, blah, blah, blah. First of all, where are the parents? And I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and why? I don't know. I, I just don't know how this has gone on this long. Like, that's insane. Like, this guy should have been put away a long time ago. I, I, yeah, I don't even know. I, I just don't know. But you know what? Like, you think when you're 13, like, you pretty much know you've gone through a couple physical exams. Like, what? Like, I don't know. Even, like, my nieces, like, they would have to know something wasn't right if they're doing, like, a vaginal exam. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's just... got to be. Fear, there's got to be fear in a younger child uh, to come out and say something. I mean, you can yeah. be rest assured that doctor said, you know, don't be telling anybody, blah, blah, blah. you got to come back to me. I'm the doctor. And that, that's scary. That's the mind control you get a, a young kid. Where, and these Hollywood producers and and such get it over these younger women. Like, oh, you want to be a big actress? Got to play it my way. I'll get you there. And, yeah, I guess like Jennifer Lawrence said, you're trapped. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole power struggle thing like what do you do are you gonna is everything gonna end for you if you say no to this well if you said oh this is like normal for gymnasts to get this exam you know what i mean so it's just these guys just it's despicable it's disgusting it's it's really like gross and well i mean at least she's also coming forward with her story and it's it's being talked about so maybe the parents will step in if they have young kids in the business or in sports, in the Olympics even. It, it, just stay involved. Stay, stay involved. Stay communicating with your kids like as much as possible, you know. Yeah, or if they got to go to the doctor, there's no reason why a 13-year-old child would have to go to the doctor by herself uh, as the parent. Yeah. You know, and parents out there, you know, if you're listening, we are. I know our base of listeners – has a lot of people in the 35 to the 45 range. If you have kids, teenage kids, 
they're in sports, they're in music, they're in whatever, be there. They got to see a doctor, they got to see a, a boss about something, or a director of a show, be there. Be their hand, keep them safe. That's the message I'm getting out of all of this. And you know what, Jeff? My daughter's in dance, and it really kind of bugs me that I can't watch her. Like, she goes in the back room, shut the parents off. Like, I sit there the whole time. I sit there for, like, two and a half hours, but, like, I don't see anything that's happening. And that kind of freaks me out because it's, like, the first time she's been away, and I don't know. So I might actually switch to a dance studio that has more access for me because, I don't know. Like, I I, I, I understand it's a distraction, but if you put the parents at least where there's, like, a – a one-way window or something so you can see what's going on. Plus, I want to help her out with her moves and stuff, you know what I mean? Because I, I have some background in that. But it bugs me that I can't physically see her. Yeah, that makes sense. I, you know, I as a parent, you know, would definitely want to be in there. And I know as a, as a, as a child, my mother came everywhere. My mother followed the school bus to all my wrestling matches. My mom came to all my baseball games. My mom was everywhere when I was performing and doing something because she's the same way. And it was a different generation. But still, I want to see where my son is. I want to know where my son is. I want to know what he's doing. And, you know, it, it's safer. It's not always possible, especially nowadays where both parents are working more and there's a lot more going on. It's harder to be there for your child. But, you know, if yeah. you can, do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and uh, I, I know. And we're going to, you know, the, we had another slightly kind of twisting, controversial topic. But we're going to pass that. We're going to save it for another show. It's uh, you, <laughs> Let's get on to happy, shall we? I don't know what you're uh, talking about. A, <laughs> this little, this Anne Frank. Uh, costume oh. <laughs> thing. All right, I, I, I'm going to read it now because now you know now you've got me thinking. I'm going to read it. So, you no, know, Halloween is right around the corner, as we all know. We talk about it a lot here on the stoop, and we love Halloween. Uh, this year's controversial costume is Anne Frank. That's right. You're hearing me correctly, mm-hmm. Anne Frank. So the costume is a blue button-up dress, accessorized with a green beret and a brown shoulder bag. It's quote reminiscent of the kind of clothing young girls are likely to have worn in the 30s and 40s, said a product description below the image of a model. Now, it's a brown-haired girl with a smile on her face and her hand on her waist. For 25 hours plus shipping, quote, your child can play the role of a World War II hero on Halloween. <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, but the costume betraying Anne Frank, Jewish teenager whose uh, diary chronicled the horrors of the Nazi regime, was called offensive by numerous groups, including major uh, you know, advocacy groups. So HalloweenCostumes.com, who just got this incredible free plug from us, <laughs> HalloweenCostumes.com, uh, who's an online retailer, removed the item from the website, spokesman apologized, saying it uh, wasn't the company's intention to offend people. Are you offended? Are you, are you shocked by this? And Frank, and, and what is the worst... Halloween costume that you've seen. Yeah, people are in a freaking uproar about this. I mean, one, who would buy it? Like, it's just not something (laughs) you want your child to be. Like, she suffered. She died. Like, why, why would you buy it? And people are pissed, and rightfully so. And they went after HalloweenCostumes.com 
And they were like, why would you sell this? Why would you promote this? And you know what their answer was? Well, we also do a lot of school plays. But your name of your website is HalloweenCostumes.com. So, no, I think it's totally wrong on a lot of different levels. Um, And the worst costumes I've ever seen, uh, you know, racist costumes. Like, I've seen too many racist costumes. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, how are you walking around, going to a party, and wearing a racist costume? I don't doing that and it's just in poor taste and possess my opinion yeah I mean the question that we brought up what was the worst costume you've ever seen and there's a lot and I don't even you know you really don't even remember them because you try not yeah. to but yeah but Anne Frank I mean I can't I can't see racing my child to a store and buying him an Anne Frank costume it just doesn't really speak to um, the age group and doesn't really speak to the theme of Halloween it's about having fun yeah. How about, you know, rehashing the Holocaust or <laughs> whatever the hell no. else, you know. No, it's really not. Um, so, yeah, so some great topics of discussion tonight. We, you know, we see how <laughs> sick the world has become. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a big something. You're a bummer. A uh, little bit. So let's get on to something that we do great here. It's a little thing that we like to call, what's on your playlist? <laughs> sure, you're singing it. Singing it big time tonight. She's on fire, ready. Uh, if you're new to the show, what's on your playlist? Basically, uh, Joe and I talk about a couple of songs. We get to feel out each other's musical loves and tastes and genres, if you will. Uh, we hit the shuffle on our music libraries. Songs come out. We aren't allowed to play them, so we don't do that, but we talk about them. And uh, we compare playlists. And since I went first tonight with my top five, Jewel will go first with. I can't. I don't know. I think I'm coming down with something. I feel a little funny. Sorry if I'm sniffling in the mic, but yeah. yeah. All right. Number five, newbie for you. It's off of Pink's brand new album, Beautiful Trauma. And it's with her and the birthday boy yesterday, Eminem. It's revenge, 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 revenge. Uh, it got mixed reviews from the crowd that I know. I'm trying to give it like five listens before I decide if it has potential. I guess it's kind of up. It's Eminem sings in it along with her talking about getting revenge on revenge on the people that cheated on them. So, um, I don't know. It's up in the air for me now if I like it or not. But that's my number five. That sounds shitty. Uh, now we <laughs> okay. We really can't, you know, in sticking with the premise of our show, we can't badmouth Pink being a local. Uh, I actually met her at uh, Gino Steaks years ago. Um, what? Way back. When she, yeah, when she first started getting popular, she <gasps> pink, mink coat, and I mean face to face. And it was late, so the place was pretty much empty. I walked right up to her. I'm like, Pink, very nice to meet you. She's like, What's up? How you guys doing? And I was like, You know. Pretty damn awesome. See, I, I actually met her before. So. Oh, my so, God. Not, oh, my God. I was starting. Yeah, I should have got a picture. I wanted a goddamn cheesesteak, and she was in my way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely a very uh, 
awesome experience. Uh, my first song uh, brings back a band who was huge just a few short years ago. And I saw them in concert a couple years back, and i got to tell you, uh, they get bashed, I guess, for their cocky attitude, but the band it still has it. Limp Biscuit, and it's the song rolling, and it's the Urban Assault Vehicle edition that features Red Man and Method Man and DMX. All Jules people. I know you like that kind of yeah. stuff. So, yeah, so it's pretty badass. It's a great version of the song Roll, and it's a, lot, a little less rock and a little more rap, but it's a great version. I've always liked the song Roll, and I found it to be a cool song. Uh, you know, me and my buddies used to get into the Cadillac and cruise out to the bar, and that song was always jamming, you know. So, uh, to me, it's uh, it's memories of a, a fun Saturday night going out and downing some beers and shots with your boys and listening to some tunes. That's, uh, that's my first... Uh, entry tonight yes that video is great too i remember uh just not like one of the girls and going to a party the red backwards hat remember that nice yeah yeah, yeah. and we knew the dance because we are corny okay okay yeah. get you <laughs> <laughs> when i make these thoughts hang like this is Wu-Tang. great lyrics. is this <laughs> is this more rap this is okay my number four g easy with Lady Killers. This is a good song. Um, my niece was turning me on to some music this past weekend, and um, I like it. It kind of sounds like Mac Miller meets Asher Roth. That's who Jeezy is to me. He's uh, He's got some ways to go, but he has some hits, so I'll give it to him. Jeezy with Lady Killers. Lady Killers. I really think I have a lawsuit. That is a song, uh, a song based on my life. I'm a lady killer. Um, ah, so I'm a little okay. offended by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the ladies, uh, they just line up to see me leave. Uh, of course. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of rap tonight. Um, this is not rap, and this is a – God, I, I hate to play songs like this and say the late great, but – uh, the late, great Chris Cornell, Audio Slave, Show Me How to Live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was such a massive Audio Slave fan. And you had mentioned Rage Against the Machine. It's pretty much Rage Against the Machine with Chris Cornell. And what an awesome, yeah. awesome band. Uh, unfortunately, again, the, the late Chris Cornell, and that, that's hard to say. And it's sad to say. Uh, but this was a great album. They had two great albums. They were an awesome band. Played some great hits. And uh, that's one of them, Show Me How to Live. That's my uh, second entry tonight. Oh my God! I watched the um, the tribute to him in Chester with his daughter singing. Yeah. I think it was. I think I watched it last night. Holy crap! That was so sad. And there wasn't a dry eye. They were singing a. Her and the guy from One Republic were singing Hallelujah. Oh, oh God! Oh, that's a that's a strong song. That was a tough one. Yeah. She held it together, man. And she's a good little singer, and she looks just like him. It was really sad. But um, all right, it's more it's more rap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, we're, we're it's a local though. He's local from Sheltonham. I'm trying to get him. Little flying. Hump day. Oh, it's called Hump Day. That the name of the album is called Hump Days. How appropriate. That's awesome. How about yeah, that? Yeah, this is a good song though. Little Dicky's funny. He's like. They call it novelty hip hop because he's really funny. He's a uh, he's doing a big, and he's from Shelton Ham. That's where I went to grade school, mind you. So 
That's cool. Really? It's, that's awesome. My uh, family business, my family's business that I'm not a part of. Uh, my family's business is in Cheltenham. They've been there a long time. So we've known Cheltenham well. My brothers went to Cheltenham High. I know Cheltenham High, Cheltenham uh, grade schools back in the day. Uh, matter of fact, my brother, I call him Little Dicky. That's the nickname we have for one another. <laughs> <laughs> so that really hit, that artist really hits home, Little Dicky. How about that? Yeah. Uh, good choice. Uh, number three for me. Another late great artist, one of the best, uh, one of the founders of rock and roll, Mr. Chuck Berry, and it's rock and roll music. How fitting. Um, I always loved Chuck Berry. thought he was excellent on the guitar. Um, used to do the, the the funky dance, like the, the pop, you know, and uh, he was really a, a true artist. And, you know, you talk about racial inequality back in those days, and here's you know, Chuck Berry, a, a black guy doing, you know, music, playing guitar, kind of like Elvis. Matter of fact, you know, he was you know, Elvis before Elvis was Elvis, kind of, if you will. Um, and one of the legendary all-time great guitar players. And he had some really catchy, classic, early rock and roll songs. And rock and roll music, definitely one of them. Chuck Berry, that's my uh, third entry this evening on what's on my playlist. He got, like, robbed, didn't he? Like, he didn't get all the credit he was deserved for some songs, Not right? Not really. I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, definitely, um, again, um Back before we had more of an equal rights movement, you know, guys like Chuck Berry were you know, pushed to the side, but he had amazing talent. And I think if he were coming out new today, he would be tenfold of what he was. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's a good one. Chuck Berry. Um, okay. Oh, you like these guys. I like these guys. Another local band, if you will. Psychedelic-ish. From the little town, Newtown, New Hope. Sorry, New Hope. New Hope in the house. It's Ween. Ween. Of, uh, one of my favorite albums of theirs, The Mollusk and All Right. I love this song. It, it makes me like cry every time I hear it. I love Ween so much. And <laughs> we were like listening to The Mollusk last night. I was like cooking dinner and stuff. And um, <laughs> Mike's like, who is this? Because <laughs> it was like one of the weird songs, like, like blowing my wind or, or something like that. He's like, who is this? I'm like, babe, it's Ween. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, it doesn't sound like anything like them. I'm like, they sing all the place. Like, you can't nail down their sound, really. But they're freaking phenomenal. I love them. Wow. Ween. Um, you know, I... I try to hunt down these bands. I know they mean a lot to you. And I've been trying to hunt down Dean and, and Gene Ween. I'd love to find a way to get a hold of them and try to get them on the show. Because I know that would be something that you would absolutely love. And, you know, my yeah, my first piece of Ween and my most fond memory, of course, is the classic, push the little digits and make them come up. You know, and then who doesn't <laughs> love that song? That is a great song. Uh, I mean, it, uh, to me, I mean, like. That's a rap. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, if Bob Dylan can do it and the late Tom Petty could do it with their god awful voices, why not our friends Dean and Gene Wynn, local products? With their beautiful voices. They have beautiful, beautiful voices. Beautiful, beautiful voices. Kiss is next on my list. Uh, talking about bands that scared the shit out of us when we were kids, like Lilith said earlier when when she was on. Uh, Kiss. And this was post makeup kiss and the 
the album was animalized. They had the big poofy hair. It became an 80s pop band. And the song is entitled Burn, Bitch, Burn. Yes, it's a love song of the ultimate fashion. Burn, Bitch, Burn by Kiss. Pretty much telling some chick to go F herself. That's my uh, second selection. <laughs> nice. Going with oh, yeah. the whole power to the women. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's me giving back to the females out there. Uh, sorry, it's a random playlist. We keep it random here, and we keep it improv and totally random. Yeah. We got one more coming. Let's have it. All right. I'll say it again. It was his 45th birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Marshall. <laughs> it's That's Eminem with Medicine Ball. I think it's time for you to hate me again. Um, I was going to put it on Instagram. I said, happy birthday, Marshall. And then I was going to say, if Jeff lets me, I was going to say my favorite song off of every album ever made by him. <laughs> He's giving me a dirty <laughs> look like, don't you freaking dare. I won't. Um, I won't yeah, do we, that. To we, we got room. If he wants to come on the stoop, we got room for him. It's all right. Uh, uh, but, you know, I don't have not favorite of his, so it's pretty much all of them. And Underground. I, I will I will give you my two favorite Underground songs. It's um, Stimulate and Till Hell Freezes Over. So they're little nuggets our, our listeners can go run and fetch for your ears pleasures. There you go. Jewel giving you the inside scoop on Eminem. For me, it's uh, Without Me. Yes. Clearly. An awesome Eminem song. <laughs> I love that song. Really? That's your favorite. Oh, I love that song. I'm not a huge Eminem fan. <laughs> but I know we were we were driving down, like, uh, we were driving down Atlantic City a couple months back. Me me and the wife went down Atlantic City and you know I had my playlist going and she's like, I need some M&M. I didn't know my wife was that big an M&M fan. She's like, I need some M&M. And all right, so I look. I have two songs. I have um, you know, Lose Yourself and Without Me. So I played those back and forth like six times. And it went really well. But, uh, yeah, it's my M&M library. <laughs> That's weird. Because, not... like, a hard, a hard metal guy like yourself, like, I know, like, um, like my brother said, like, Till I Collapse. That's more like of a guy song they can get down to with Eminem. But, uh, yeah, interesting choice. I approve. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Number one, and sticking with the metal theme of the evening, Slayer. That's right. It, it's the bad boys of Slayer. And it's... You can't say it. Abyss. You have to scream it. You Slayer! Scream it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can do that. I can scream Slayer. Seasons in the Abyss. Um, I know, like... When you tell a diehard Slayer fan this is your favorite Slayer song, they give you a little bit of a weird look, like, that's not, you know. But to me, it's my, my favorite. I love Season of the Abyss. It's got a great riff to it. It's a great number. Uh, I recommend it, Jewel. Uh, you know, we're doing metal this week, so uh, give it a step. Seasons in the Abyss. A Slayer, what perfect timing for Metal Night as my last selection. Another great edition of what's on your playlist, and let's take a look at what's on our playlist tonight. Jewel brought us the new one from Pink and her little love boy, Eminem, Revenge. Number four was G-Eazy with Jeff Perini's theme song, Lady Killers. Number three was uh, my brother Rob, Lil Dicky, and Hump Days. Number two, our local boys from Ween, Dean and Gene with It's Gonna Be Alright. 
And number one was Eminem's Medicine Ball. Number five, Jeff, I got into rap thing real quickly, Rolling the Urban Assault Vehicle Edition by Limp Biscuit, featuring Redman, Method Man, DMX, and all other great rap artists. Show Me How to Live by Audio Slave and the late Chris Cornell. One of the grandfathers of rock and roll. Rock and roll music by Mr. Chuck Berry. Burn Bitch Burn by Kiss. My salute to the women out there. And uh, number one, Slayer. Season of the Abyss. Another tremendous episode of What's on Your Playlist. And the score wasn't even close. Jewel gets crushed tonight on What's on Your Playlist, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, here we go. With another consecutive victory. <laughs> you know, I... Don't hate me for reporting the news. I'm just here to report. You know. Speaking of songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of songs. A um, little bit of bad news here. We've got 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And our Philadelphia 76ers, the new revamped super hype 76ers, are trailing by three points against the Washington Wizards. I actually have it live. I'm going to sit here. So if you hear me scream uncontrollably for the next 10 seconds. You'll know why they would hit the shot to tie the game. Um, again, Jewel, not a the massive sports fan, but she watches and and keeps up with it for me, and and I and I love you for it. You're the best. Oh, well, thank you. That's so nice. Oh, and I, I am nice. <laughs> I, I mean, nice. I really am. And here comes the three pointer, and they missed, and the Sixers are going to lose. They're very highly anticipated. She's never. Well, there's ten. There are, there's ten seconds now. This is behind. Anyway. Shit. Yeah, let's get off that oh, topic. Shit. We got tons and tons of stuff coming up on the stoop. Jewel and I have been pounding that pavement to bring you all kind of good stuff. And we are going to tell you what is coming up on our show. Again, we apologize. Monday the 23rd, enjoy your Philadelphia Eagles Washington Redskins game. There will be no stoop. Try not to cry. Because that just gives you a chance to prep for this one next week. And, Jewel, you thought this week was big with Lilith. Your face, look at the smile on her face, ear to ear. From Shameless. Big Kev from Shameless. Steve Howie is coming back to the stoop. Oh, my God. Jewel, I I know you're excited for it. I'm excited for it. I love Shameless. I love Steve Howie. Every female that I know that I'm friends with has grabbed me. and said, Steve Howie's coming back. And, um... (laughs) Yeah, a couple of female friends want to call in, and one of them has an interesting question for Steve that I don't know if she should ask. It's going to be hilarious. If she, oh, oh, it's a great question, too. It's going to be hilarious. So I think I'll let her call in. Steve Howie on the 25th. Um, as long as I course. get my questions in. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, right to hell with everybody else. Hell with me. You're going to be talking to me. You're pretty much going to tell me to shut the hell up and get out of here. It's you and Stevie yeah. time. And I don't blame it. He is a, That's a so cool, though. Yeah, yeah I'm so excited to talk to him. I just, it would be so fun to have a beer with him. He just seems like a good time. <laughs> he's a he's a cool guy. He was a lot of fun the last time he came on. He's he's direct. I mean he's he, he's a dude. He's not oh I'm Hollywood and he doesn't act that way and he'll yeah. kind of tell you what's on and it's cool and it's going to be great. So make sure if you're listening, make sure you tune in next Wednesday, starting at 8 p.m. Shameless Steve Howe. We're going to ask him about the upcoming season. We're going to ask him about our former guest Jennifer Taylor and her role. Going to ask him some behind-the-scenes stuff and see what he'll give up to us. Uh, we love Halloween, Monday, October 30th. We're proving it by bringing the woman who graciously calls herself Miss Halloween, Sagan Amory, lead singer of Hail Sagan, will be here for our Halloween show. Again, Monday, October 30th. 
with the lovely Sagan Amory. Uh, November 1st, beautiful young actress, Natalie Sharp. She's got a brand new show coming out on the Audience Channel. It debuted. I have not seen it yet. Did you see it yet, Joel? No, it debuted last night. And unfortunately, I don't get that channel, but I'm tapping into every fire stick I can find to, to find the show. So, yeah, I definitely want to catch up before we talk to Natalie. And it seems hilarious. I saw Jason Alexander on the Wendy Williams show yesterday, and it just seems like a piss. He's funny. It, he said it's like the Partridge family on acid. So I cannot wait to <laughs> laugh my ass off at that show. Absolutely. We're looking forward to having her. Hit the road, right. Hit the road. It's on the audience channel. Uh, The beautiful Natalie Sharp uh, will be here to talk about that. Uh, November 6th is a Monday night. We come back with the Philly scene. New music for you folks. Sheena and the Nosebleeds. The amazing Sheena Powell will be here talking about her Philly rock scene, a hard, aggressive uh, sound. She's got a great voice, and she is going to be a lot of fun. cannot wait for that. November 8th, we're going to talk a lot of stuff. We're going to talk public relations and bookings and talent and travel with the amazing Rachel Dares. That's right. She is a PR whiz. She's brought us a lot of her own great talent to the stoop as guests. She gets to be the guest for a change. She's very excited about that. We've been talking about it, chatting up. Can't wait. November 13th, Jules Hormones go back at it again. Josh (laughs) Server will be on the stoop. She's giggling and kind of... In the corner. Josh Shut Server, up. you remember him from uh, <laughs> you remember him from all that, and he uh, he's grown up to be a, a handsome young man. He's going to be here on the stoop to talk about his latest project in his career. November fifteenth, another big one here, Jewel. November fifteenth, oh. we have oh yeah, that gets her more excited. Oh my God, they're the same week. Holy shit. I know. I got to hit her with a bucket of water. November 15th. A lot of girls like this guy. I was really surprised. A lot of girls like, whoa, he's coming on. The very funny. A lot of guys like this guy, too. (laughs) He's funny. I love the guy. Uh, Hal Sparks is going to be on the show. I am excited. When when you told me you got him, I was like, wow, that's really cool. He was a guy that I think I tried way back and didn't get a response. See, sometimes you got to get the female touch in there to get these guys to come on the show. Maybe I'll just sit back and be quiet. And let Jewel do her thing and let Hal do his thing because he's he's a piss. He's hilarious. We can't wait to get him on the show. Uh, November yeah. 20th, November 20th, a terrific young singer, Bella Elise, comes on the stoop. Another find by Jewel, and she is wonderful. We can't wait to have her on the show. Uh, November 27th, Alyssa Jarrills, fine young actress. Uh, she's got a show on the Disney Channel. She's an adorable young lady as well. Cannot wait to her, have her on. Uh, November 29th. I get this right, Jewel? November 29th? Yep. November 29th, a very popular up-and-coming singer, another adorable young lady, Taylor Gale, will be yeah. on the stoop. She, oh, she's got great music. She is fantastic, and we are looking very forward to that show. We are going into December. That's right, December 4th. What happened? 22nd? Oh, oh my goodness. That's why I forgot the 22nd. Wow, thank you, Joe. I knew I was losing it. My calendar, I knew it was off somewhere. This is the 22nd. We will once again make the attempt to bring you the amazing queen of metal, Lita Ford. She's lined up for it. It's a day before Thanksgiving. She's on the schedule. We've been talking to the PR agents who told us that Lita's going to get here, so we're pushing for that November 22nd. Um, God, so much going on. December 4th, 
Michael Stover, who is a great music manager, brings a couple more of his great musical talents to our show. Uh, no, uh, December 4th, he brings us country singer Cherish Lee. Uh, very attractive young lady. He's got some new songs coming out. She's actually the daughter of former Dallas star Charlene Tilton. So that's a little wow. bit of childhood memory for me. I know. I love that. I used to love Charlene Tilton. Are you kidding me? Her... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to ask her about that, though, December 4th. We're going to talk about music no. strictly. No, Try not to scare this uh, this young woman off. And um, another one of Michael Stover's talents come to us uh, December 11th, Phil Broussard, a talented singer, also a former military man, so we'd like to thank him, obviously, for that. And we're going to have him on to talk about his music. The schedule's slam-packed, but we got room for more, Jewel. We're working. We're, we're getting... Amazing talent. People keep asking me, how do, where do you find these acts, and how do you get these people to come on the show? Well, me and Jewel pretty much are the shit. Like we've got it. <laughs> we try. You know, we we try. We are cooler than ice cubes. And uh, when people come on, they feel relaxed and laid back. We get a lot of kudos and a lot of thanks, and people say it's fun uh, doing the show here. Um, got my message from Lilith, thanking us again for having her on. Oh. I mean. Oh, yeah, the door's always open for her, and she's amazing. And a lot of the guests come on, and you know, they just they really do it well. Uh, speaking of previous guests, Julie got a little scoop for us on one of our previous guests and something coming up late on us. Yes, Mr. Bart Chateau is yes. not in one new music, but two new musicals playing multiple parts. And sorry, we were trying to get to this earlier, but we're going to squeeze you in, Bart, because... You're phenomenally talented. We're so happy to have you on the stoop. Guys, if you didn't listen to Bart's episode, go back and listen to it. But the two musicals are October Sky and War Paint on Broadway. So if you're in the New York area, it's going to be running for a couple weeks. Please go see it. This guy is just so talented. And, I mean, I'm trying to go to New York in Christmas time. What about you, Jeff? Are you trying to go up there, catch some shows? I would love to see Bart. Um, yeah. His voice is phenomenal. He was hilarious. And he even said, he's like, I, I apologize for getting long-winded. Then, you know, we bring on the show to talk. And Bart was talking about everything from soup to nuts. And he's a great town. He's an excellent singer. Seems like a fun guy. Um, he's from New Jersey, so he comes around the area. We're definitely going to sit down and have a beer with Bart one of these times. And uh, we'd like to get him back on the stoop you know, after this stuff kicks in. In case you did not catch the episode again, check it out. Bart Chateau, S H A. T-T-O. He's also a uh, traveling member of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. He plays a lot of their West Coast shows. And you know how much I love Trans-Siberian, so that's big stuff. And, Jewel, thanks for bringing that to us as well. We like to plug uh, previous guests. If you've been on and you got something coming up, you know, feel free to, to drop us a line. Now, if you're listening and you're a musician or you're an artist or you're a management of musicians or anything of that nature, um, you know, we lead in every episode with a tremendous lead-in song. It's Ignite by the band Drenlin and Mr. Dan Gutschmidt, who's been on our show before. And we love the song. Every once in a while, you might want to mix it up. So we're thinking about maybe giving another band a shot. A new Stoop song. Give us something original. Give us something that maybe says the Stoop in it. Something that's hard. Something that rocks. Something that kisses more Jeff's ass than Jules' ass. Um, <laughs> and, bring, and bring it to us. Uh, she laughs. No. Off and... It's a competition, people. You want to kiss my ass? You, you <laughs> will. You will find a 
a Jewel-approved song and bring it to our ears and have a freaking competition and winner takes all. I like it. I that love was it. so love bad. It. <laughs> that was so good. Bad. That was good. It's great smack talk. You should really be a coach of some professional sport. Yeah, get out yes. there and kick <laughs> ass or something. That would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Don't just win it for yourselves. Win it for yourself. <laughs> just give us Go some good as, songs. And, and yeah, just, just, <laughs> as amazing as you are with your research and your background and your, and your questions and all your catchphrases are brutal. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be inspirational here. <laughs> I'm inspired. I, I definitely am inspired. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's tremendous just stuff. Send, I, I'm, send us your songs. Send us your goddamn song. You're in a band. You got <laughs> freaking drums. I don't play something. Send it. Let's put it on the stoop. Seriously, though, um, tell your friend. Um, tell yourself. Tell anybody you know who has an original band, wants to play an original song. Let's try and make it a stoop theme song. And, you know, if you're a band and you got a bunch of songs and you want people to hear them, we'll play them right here on the stoop. We even have you on to talk about them. You have to be some big budding superstar. You have to be like, you know, top of the charts. You could be a guy who's trying to get off and running. And you've seen it here. Um, you know, like last week, whatever winner, she said she's trying hard to get discovered and get it up and running. And we'll play your stuff. We love music here. We love local stuff. We love new stuff. Love good we love music. Any. We like good music. It, it, even, you wouldn't believe it when you hear Jules say Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. Oh my God. <laughs> Here is a um, little something I just got again. You guys are going to be debuting all of Lilith and the Night's stuff forever now. Aww. That came from Lilith herself. And I got to tell you, that's no threat. That is the greatest news I have heard. We're the that's official awesome. station of Lilith and the Night. I got to show you that. I don't know if you've seen it, but they made a Facebook post with the whole group. And it says, we love the stoop on it. Did you happen to catch that? Oh, yeah. It's all it. That's great. Oh, that's great. I absolutely love it. And, you know, they, they even captioned on me said, you know, we thank the stoop. And it, it's great. We love that. It, it means so much. It means so much for such a great bunch of people. And, uh, you know, maybe we um, we have Lilith on all the time. Maybe one of these times we'll get Adam to come on as well and talk about it. Because, yeah, he's a force behind the band as well. And uh, yeah, we love the band. Yeah, we mm-hmm. love them. And uh, we can never have them on enough. I, I'd have them on every week if I could find a way to do that. Uh, maybe a new co-host. Forget a new song, maybe a new co-host. Jeff Perini and Lilith bring you. This. Nah, I would never. I would Just never trade me. you in, Joel. For, I, I would never trade you in. Nah, you never. Uh, we're here for life. As long as the stoop runs and you want a job here before you find a better job at a better radio station, I'll pay you a lot more money. You're welcome here anytime. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you for, for coming on. Um, again, next. Wednesday night, no show Monday. Next Wednesday night, the studly Steve Howie from Shameless. Big Cub. He's going to be here. Big Cub. Great stuff. Can't wait to ask him about that. So we're getting closer to Halloween. Now, I'm for letting any cats out of the bag. Have you found a costume yet, Jewel? Uh, I have. And I'll tell you what, I like found it, really found it last night, too. Super duper, super excited about it. <laughs> I'm on the fringe of two, and 
One is a couple's costume because the missus loves couples costumes, and I think it's funny and just absolutely adorable. And another one is uh, kind of going back to my rock out thing. So I have some decided with about a whopping 10 days ago hmm. from our party. Yeah, exactly. I really I went from getting a costume in beginning of September to sweating it out at the end of October. Anybody that knows me knows I love to procrastinate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so, no, no cats out of the bag? I'm curious what this couple costume is. The couple costume is fantastic. It brings us back to the 80s, and it's great. And I really think I'm going to do it. It's a little pricey, but, you know, it's money. It's Halloween time. I already spent, like, three or four hours in booze. What the hell's... You know? <laughs> sure, That's my you know. thinking. God. I, know. I spend more on Halloween than I do Christmas. I freaking love Halloween. I really but very excited for it. Worth it. Yes. You see? Got my Jack Skellington on. Drinking out my Jack Skellington. So she is, I'm she, so is, that, it's, it's far across the it's far across the other side of the studio, but is that black nail polish? Hell yeah. It's actually it's not black, it's a night because it has tints of purple, so it's very spooky Halloween. I'm trying. Going all out this year. <laughs> Doing great. I love it. I can't wait for you to uh, you know, party. And uh, I, I hear I get to meet your sister. I'm very excited about that. She's going to be uh, coming to the party, too. And that excites me. I, I love uh, I love becoming close with, with Jewel and, and her family and friends. Jewel's a, a wonderful person, folks. Uh, first Yay. time I met her, I knew it was my kind of people. And uh, I'm thrilled to have you as part of my life and part of our show here. I thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm happy Absolutely. to be here. <laughs> yeah, I can be nice so every, once every, while. <laughs> every once in a while. We'll every once in a while. Don't get don't get used to it. <laughs> all right, so we're coming up on the end here. Got about eight minutes left. Uh, we usually like to run it all the way, but usually takes about eight minutes for Jewel to find a good send off. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, I want to thank. The amazing Lilith from Lilith and the Night. She's absolutely gorgeous. Make sure you check her out. The brand new song, Rain Dance, comes out for all of us to love Friday the 20th. We debuted it here tonight, so if you tuned in at the very end here and did not hear it, listen to the replay, Rain Dance, Lilith and the Night, www.lilithandthenight.com. is where you can learn more about this great band. And we look forward to Steve Howie on the 25th. We're going to pack it in for this evening. I would like to thank, as always, our listeners and our fans and our friends for tuning into the stoop. Thank you, thank you. Yes, for the lovely and amazing and beautiful and talented and all that good stuff, Jewel Tatey. I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding the stoop radio airwaves, be a douche. (laughs) And reach for a high life, if you have my God. I have to ruin it. I have to just say too much and go too far every time. What the hell is wrong with me? For the highlights (laughs) of the steps. Uh, (laughs) Be nice, people. There you go. Be nice. Stop. Just stop right there. Be Be nice, nice, you assholes. You assholes. There you go. Be nice, you assholes. Don't be a douche. That's my new tag. Be nice, you assholes, and don't be a douche. Okay. I like it. That sounds okay. better when you 
No. Good night, Steve Land. We will see you Wednesday night. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>